Reset Podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'm today's host. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous support from the Air Force Officer Spouses Club of Washington, D.C. Today's episode is to honor Juneteenth. Juneteenth is not only a celebration of freedom, but also one of opportunity, equity, and access. When we teach kids early on that it's okay to talk about race, we help them to understand, respect, and appreciate the differences between people. This builds empathy and compassion for others so that kids are better equipped to see when things in their world seem unjust or unfair and can do something about it. Today's podcast features the question and answer portion of Sesame Street's recent webinar on racial justice. Let's listen as they answer questions and offer resources that can prepare military families on the conversation of racial justice. Welcome today to MSEC Racial Justice Resources for Military Families with Sesame Street today. We're so happy that you're here. So my name is Marie McGarry, and I will be today's webinar facilitator. We do have some questions. Um, I have some questions for you. I would also love if anyone has questions as we're coming to the end of the webinar for Sabrina and Anna, if you want to put those in the chat box. I really think as military parents, we have the power to influence how our children process race, even at these early ages and stages of their life, for sure. Because raising a child to be anti-racist is a parenting endeavor that begins now. And I I certainly appreciate and have appreciated the resources. My children are a little bit older now, but using them that Sesame Street provides because I think they're trusted, they're researched, they're comprehensive, they're easy to use. It helps to start those difficult conversations. I loved that video and never would have thought about explaining race to a child about using the color of the leaves, but but what a beautiful way to do that and to, to open that conversation. So this might be kind of asking who's your favorite child, but what is one of your favorite resources and why? Yeah. Laura, Sabrina, do you have um, a favorite? I do. I think for racial justice, it's the game. That's why I was like, Anna, can I please highlight the game? <laughs> I am me. Because it is, we learned so much in our research, as you said, Marie, because everything we do, you know, we're not a military organization. So it's really important for us to hear from, yes, the experts, the leaders, but also the families, because sometimes it's always not the same thing we're hearing. I really appreciated the game because it really highlights the diversity around us. And again, it's helping kids build that language skill right to describe different skin tones hair color textures um, but that's also not physical it's also you know what do I like to do what makes me different what do I enjoy so I think that that's a game is such a wonderful one when you're co-playing with a child because it gives parents that extra opportunity to have that conversation let their child ask questions and then they can really continue you know that from a game to like what are they seeing in their community in their schools so um, I think for our racial justice, that's probably my favorite. 
I think that's a great one. And that's an organic discussion that happens when you're mm-hmm. doing that activity together. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get a lot more than if you actually sat down to have that face-to-face conversation, oh. right? So so I love that. How about you, Anna? Do you Can I force you to pick a favorite? Yeah, I mean, I think the game is definitely up there for me for the same reasons because it's so interactive. But I also really love the um, music video, Great Things, really just because it's music, which already brings people together, but the message is so powerful. And that's really that even, you know, throughout challenging moments or conversations or encounters, we really can lean on each other and the people who love us and who to, you know, to practice just caring and and empathy um, and really celebrating what makes us all unique. So I think that's one that I'm definitely partial to. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Thank you for, for being willing to commit to that. We won't tell, we won't tell the other resources, yeah. right? <laughs> what is one strategy? So thinking about that word upstander, do you have a, a strategy that you could suggest that might be helpful in teaching our children to be upstanders? Hmm. I think, you know, the main one is like you mentioned, Marie, just having that conversation. I think what happens quite often is there's a conflict and the conversation is had. And what we're hearing from our families is how do we help, you know, prepare children to have these conversations before that these sort of things happen, right? Uh, Before they see it on the news, before. So, and that's really what we felt like our role was. So I think that's really our role was how do we create resources that make it easy for parents to even have that conversation to begin with, with their child. Um, And that can really open up. And what we also have really learned is let the child guide you, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, don't, don't pressure them. Don't say you have to do this, or this is how it should be. It's like, let them ask the questions and offer what's ready, especially for military kids, because they're just exposed to so many different things that regular kids aren't, they see so much. And I always think of our resources as just that, the conversation starter to take it somewhere else. And how can we use the power of these like fun little Muppets to do that when it's not the easiest conversation also to have? For sure. And I was so impressed, you know, you were talking about the family and the thought that goes into the backstory of these characters. Um, You know, you were mentioning about Wes and Elijah. And as you were talking about them, I never realized that, but they are, there's a whole backstory to them that influences and it's so relatable, right? Wes is really relatable. um, And Elijah, you know, that dad is really relatable for a lot of families. And so that was so amazing to me. (laughs) You know, I never realized that. So that was really interesting. Uh, I have Another question, are there any new resources that you're creating for our military families? I'd love if you could could share some of those. Of course. I think right now uh, we are looking at, sadly, and I don't want to end on a sad note at all, but um, <laughs> the resources that most families come to our site for is also really around grief. So we created mm-hmm. a documentary around that. And sometimes, you know, families may not feel comfortable going to like a professional therapist, but they feel comfortable going to their chaplain. So we created a really powerful documentary with a local chaplain. Um, And then another topic that came up a lot is death by suicide. So that's something we're looking at, um, doing something around that. Um, Also, you know, in this new world, post-COVID, what does that look like? So we are currently under doing some research on what do families need? 
one trend that came up a lot with our military families is that social isolation, right? So how do we really address that? So we're looking at new resources for that. And um, the big one, I think, for Sesame Workshop as a company, but we're hearing this over and over again, I think uh, National Military Family Association just released a study on teen health and the mental health crisis that's happening right now, right? And what does that look like for military families? Um, And if you're seeing these kind of really dismal um, statistics for older kids, how do we, Sesame, get them when they're early to really make sure that we're building kids resilience, you know, building these conversations uh, from the beginning to help them to really just grow up strong and be successful. And I was glad you mentioned that, you know, that term resiliency is used a lot with our military mm-hmm. kids. Um, but I love that you talked about that it's important to support that, that, you know, it's not automatic. You're a military child, so you're automatically resilient, yeah. that they need those supports and building in those things that you mentioned, like the daily affirmations, um, fostering activities together, the baking, the cooking, um, and having those resources available so parents can look and find some support and some suggestions. So I think that's really terrific. So we are very excited that you are going to be joining us at our MSEC Global Summit this summer in DC so that we can continue working together on this important topic. How can parents and providers stay up to date on your latest resources? Oh, I'll let Anna answer that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we, we've kind of already shared a bit about our social media channels. So you can follow us on Facebook um, at Sesame Street for Military Families. And in a few short weeks, we'll also be introducing a new platform. Um, we'll be joining Instagram. So towards the middle of May, you can find us on Instagram, also at Sesame Street for Military Families. And then, of course, you can always send us an email with questions. Um, Sabrina kindly dropped our email address in the chat. And we can always point you in the right direction if there are specific resources that you're looking for or really just any feedback that you have, you know, based on your day-to-day with little ones. So those channels and then Please, of course, um, as we mentioned at the top of the presentation, feel free to bookmark um, Sesame Street and Communities and Sesame Street for Military Families as websites in your browser so that at any time you can check in and see what's new. Great. And this time we are going to say thank you so much to Sabrina and Anna for joining us today, for sharing all of the wonderful Sesame Street resources with us and for your continued support, both personally and professionally of our military family. So we can't thank you enough for joining us today. Today's excerpt was taken from our webinar with Sesame Street. If you'd like to watch the entire webinar or access any of the resources mentioned today, all links will be provided in the show's notes. As we close, we'd like to thank again the Air Force Officer Spouses Club of Washington, D.C. for making today's podcast possible. You've been listening to the MSEC Podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. Until next time, live a great story.